Mixed Tag Show. Mixed Tag Show. With Jenna, with Jenna, with Jenna, and Blue, and Blue, and Blue. Damn. Now, here's your host, Jenna and Blue Magic. Yeah, it's the Mixed Tag Show with Jenna and. And. Blue. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm okay with your awkwardness and always doing extra stuff. What was extra about it? I'm just doing what we do every week. Apparently, that's our thing. That's our shtick. That's our, you know, our go-to. How was your weekend? Weekend? I know it was pretty eventful. It was fun. I had an amazing time. Look at that time. smile on your face. All in. Ooh, part of all in. part of of amazing history. Yes. It was such like it just being there. Historic was, event. Just being there was just like goosebumps. You got goosebumps. This is the best event I ever been to. Really? Yes. Even better than Takeover. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into because it because Takeovers are pretty, pretty. Yeah, dope. they up there, but this just had a, a certain buzz to it from the start. Okay. Well, yeah, like you said, we'll get into it. Yeah, we get to it. How about you? How was your weekend? Weekend. Well, my consolation prize is those of you that follow me at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B starting real early. I went to the Drake and Migos concert. How was that? It was cool. Got to see Drake. Drake is one of my favorite, well, my current favorite rapper. So that was, mm. and I was had like front row. So it was like right there. Like oh, was this was like Drake is here, right here. I'm here. So he was Liddy. Yeah. Did Shiggy come out? He did actually. <laughs> he came out. Right? He sure did. He was doing his little dance and whatever, but it was cool. So living life right now. Yeah, low key, low key. You know who who else is living the life? Oh. The WWE shop, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Ah, get out of here. On that note, <laughs> head on over Head on over to the WWE shop. Use our link that's provided on our YouTube page. Have you been putting it on the YouTube page? No. Yes. The last episode has it? Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay. Head on over to our YouTube page, click the link there, help us get some coins if you don't watch us on YouTube and you, you know, you're more of like, I want to listen. Head on over to our social media page. Uh, the link is provided. Help us get paid. We want some coins. You like coins? I like coins and I need a doctor. So help me pay for my doctor bill. Ugh. Sorry, guys. I, got, I, did, I did get sick in Chicago. I'm going to move here. All right. So it was it was worth it. It was worth it. Speaking of, speaking of the WWE shop, we do have a giveaway, right? Yeah. Since, you know, we were... Taken aback by all the followers we got we over hit. SummerSlam and uh, now All In, right? Yeah. We we're over seven hundred, over seven hundred twenty-five, seven hundred twenty-five followers. So shout out to everyone that's followed us and like our content. We try to come up with new and different things on our page, I guess, right? Yeah. Or I do because I do most of the work. Right. <laughs> yes or no. Right. Who got the most vi- viral videos? You, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not going to knock you. Then, but, okay, then. Yeah, but the We come up with the content together. You just put it together because you you like to put I the things together. I can't. I came up with the Bliss the Bliss MCM uh, post that got quite a few views, didn't it? The Roman the Roman thing got quite a few yeah, views. Right. The Jeff Hardy thing got a quite a few views. So, right. I mean, so don't don't knock me. No, you trying you had you trying to knock me though, like you know. I didn't because I gave you your credit about your viral videos. And I've texted you and told you, I'm like, 
Shout out to you for yeah, but not right now. You just like you know because I do all the work. Well, essentially I do. You, I mean, but you know, it's <laughs> you get the vi- you get the viral stuff, and I I do the 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 extra work. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we have a giveaway. Shout out to everybody again that's supporting us. We're giving away a Naomi shirt, any size, and also a Usos jersey, and also. A signed Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Uh, no, it's not a shirt. It's an autograph. Picture, autograph, right? Picture. Signed with their signature autograph, whatever. Right. And also a uh, Uso's flannel shirt in a size XL, right? Mm-hmm. So it probably be someone separate, right? Maybe yeah. it might be two winners, I guess. Maybe. So look out for that. It was happening this month. We're gonna pick a random. I guess not a random, maybe two winners or so, or maybe one. If you we won don't it, know. If you won in the past, you can't win again. Yeah, so stop being greedy. Sorry. Sorry. Not maybe sorry. in in a, in a few months, maybe like when Give things pass. Six months. Yeah, you know. So yeah, look out for that, and let's get into our fantasy. Yes. How did they do it? How did they do the fantasy draft? So you know what? This past episode of Raw helped a lot of people just because there was so many different appearances throughout the show right. just because when they came out in the beginning and ending of the show you know two points and five points here it seems like a little bit but it adds, it, up. It adds up right so this week the one the stable that got the most points is petty club worldwide joey got well, like club. Four, 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 four. so joey wow. got a total of 245 points uh, after that, TK Crew, shout out to TKO, he got 220 points. Knight Riders, Astros Stable, got a total of 167 points. Mr. Und- Politic himself. Right. Undisputed Nation of Domination, that's Phil's group, got 142. Next, we have New Generation X with 124 points. Rich Fam, ooh, we got some points here. 95, and ooh. Leah, oh, sorry, Evolution, Ran by Leah, got a total of 40 points. 48 points, I apologize. Excuse me. 48 points. So on that note, Astro Stable still in the league with 704. Petty Club Worldwide next up at 551. New Generation X, that's Rob Stable, 353 points. Undisputed. Oh, you know what? Sorry. Did I say TK Crew already? Mm-hmm. Did I say he was third? So it's Knight Riders, Petty Club, TK Crew, then New Generation X, Undisputed Nation of Domination at 303, Rich Fam at 108, and Evolution at 50. So keep it locked. Let's see what happens next week. But congratulations, Joey, for winning this week. All right, Mark. I see we're wearing, we're representing this week too, right? Definitely, because right. it was an all-in all weekend. Yes, we got your Young Bucks. I got the man of the weekend, Cody Rhodes. So, yeah. Speaking of which, I guess we can start off with the show. We'll start off a little bit different. Normally it's WWE, but. This week we're going to start off with all-in. That's it. So you want to start off, Mr. I went to Chicago. Like, why do you do this for? What, what, I, me, what, what is this? Because it's not Chicago. Let's 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 keep it one hundred. It wasn't Chicago, but you know, not, needless to say, it's the suburbs of Chicago. 
It's not Chicago. It's the suburbs of Chicago, all right? Okay, let's get into the show. So, we're talking about the fatal four-way match between Brittany Baker, Madison Ryan, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard. Shout so, out to Chelsea Green and Tessa Blanchard. They they both, you know, like my story and put it up on their story, so. Ooh, okay, nice. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. You could have put, you could have did it on the mixed tag show, so we could have got some. I mean, I'm. But you're being selfish. Oh, now I'm selfish, because I put everything else on the mixed tag show, and I've decided to put one thing on mine. Yeah. Yeah, because now you know they, you know, posted anyway, in their stories. So what did you? So what did you think? It was a great match. I enjoyed it being there. Um, again, he the, keeps rubbing it in my ending, face that you were you were the there. The ending was oh, get used to it. Um, the ending was kind of confusing, but when you go back and look at it, mm-hmm. it was, we had a discussion about it. Me and you were texting right. while you were on your way home, right? Yeah, and when you go back and look at it, you can see what the confusion is. Mm-hmm. But it made sense in a way. I know you. How did you feel about it? I thought it was a really, really dope match. Um, I I don't know if you noticed it. Just well, of course you noticed, but you saw how um, Brittany ba- Baker came out to Adam Cole's music, so that yep. was pretty dope. And like they, couple of the girls paid homage to their boyfriends. Yeah, Chelsea right? Green did the woo, woo, woo. Yeah, you know, paid homage to Zack Ryder. And, um, yeah, everything was dope, but like you said, the ending had me confused. Right. You know, I, I had, I knew Tessa was going to win just because I guess she's the more known right. name. So it's kind of like someone that's over, like being over pushed. Right. And, you know, so, <laughs> so she won. I'm like, but regardless, it was a dope match. I just wish it would have um, ended a little bit better. And, like, the, and yeah. they all hugged together. Yeah, so that was pretty dope. It was a very exciting and historical moment for those women. So, great match. Just a, the ending was a little, you know. Another historical moment from All In Ooh. is when Cody, Cody, I didn't, you know, you can't say the last name. Cody <laughs> defeated Nick Aldis. Doesn't he go by Rhodes? He's not allowed to use it on the on on the shows. Really? Yeah, that you said no. This, and I heard, I read about that. I'm like, I felt like they call him Cody Rhodes. Nobody calls him Cody Rhodes. They just call him Cody. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's not allowed to use Petty WWE. Yeah, that's why during Y2J's podcast, it was like joking like, oh, we can't say Rhodes. Right. Hey, Cody. <laughs> like, WWE Petty. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. But he won the NWA title. Uh, yes, that was a very surreal moment. Just and it's funny because you know yesterday we posted up for WCW um, Dusty Rhodes win win against Ric Flair, and I was as I was looking at it, there's similarities to the finish to the finish, right? So that was pretty cool that he paid homage to his dad, and just the surreal moment of you know Brandy just celebrating with him, and right. then the rest of Farrell was out there. What did you right. think when you saw Farrell came out there? I was. I was like, where did he bought the dog? Yeah, he he was like mad calm, came outside, came yeah. to ringside, bought back, yeah. came out with the legends and yeah. everything like that, and Brandy's dad. So So Brandy took that bump too. What did you think of that? Oh, I'm used to Brandy taking bumps at this at this yeah. stage. Like she been put yeah. through tables. Yeah. She done took a V trigger. Isn't that crazy? Because like <laughs> She's this, a ring announcer. Right. <laughs> Eden, you know. And now look at her, you know, getting in the mix. So, but that must have been a really dope moment for them to it actually was. experience. And yeah, it was just a very emotional match. You know what's funny too? In the beginning, you, I don't think you saw it. I don't know if they had like a big screen when you saw it backstage, or if you, I don't know if you watched later on. But you can see like kayfabe was broken for like a split second. Like Cody, like you can see like the emotional yeah. in his face, yeah. which was that mm-hmm. was I was like, oh, that's when like it like, gave me chills when Nick all, all this was coming out. 
You talking about? No, yeah. no. It was right before he came out. Like, you know, oh, yeah, and backstage. Had backstage yeah. had to do, they, Did they show that? Yeah, or, yeah, okay, yeah. so they, then. They came out with their trainers type of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, so right before he came out on stage, you just, like, and I think all wrestlers go through that. Just right. like, okay, that, those nerves and that rush that comes over them. He saw it in his face, and I thought that was really, that gave me goosebumps. Even and even after he came out in the crowd, did you see how loud it got for Cody? Yeah. Like, I mean, he <laughs> he orchestrated this, right. you know what I mean? So. And he was at ringside. You could just see his nervousness. Like, he was just, like, mad antsy. And, yeah, just and very Brandy had to grab him by the face. He was like, yo, yeah. calm down. Yeah. Like. So that's pretty a pretty cool moment. Now he's the NWA champion. So that would obviously mean he is going to defend it over there as and, well. No, because it's like an independent title to be defended anywhere. So people saying that he's going to bring relevance to it again. Yeah. Because it's been kind of missing. Absolutely. I so, mean, who? I mean, we don't really talk about that right. championship. So obviously now you have some, like, like now there's going to be a focus on that. So it's, it was just pretty cool. And just, again, I thought that was a really, really dope match. It was. So I wanted to talk about the Chicago Street Fight match because it was a hot mess, but it was still good. You know what it reminded me of? What? The Attitude Era. That was just very, very, just because the whole storyline, the the backdrop of that is about like, <laughs> you know. Right. Him killing off. Right. And then, Joey. right. It's... And and this guy, uh, what's his name? Joey Ryan about his like. Right, his junk. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. And even how Penelope got involved in the match. That a lot. was that was and dope. Like, Her spots she did was the pretty stunner. Cool. Yeah, she she was badass with that. But yeah, it just reminded me very like Attitude Era, and I was like, this is like it gave you what you missed. Yeah, I'm like, this is <laughs> bad. Not the match was good, but it was just bad. Like like the storyline right. right but it was still good it just like hilarious. yeah it was just very attitude era like I, I, I enjoyed the two bumps though that they had when he did the burning hammer on the ladder yeah and then he did the uh, rite of passage on the table yeah the off the ladder into the table yeah, the, like, off the when he won yeah, yeah yeah so that was yeah that was it was like i said it was a good match it was a mess but sometimes you need that you can't right. everything can't be like on point Serious and everything exactly like Oh. You know what else was on point? What Kenny on Omega point? versus... Well, Kenny's always on point. Pentagon Jr. Yeah. A.K.A. Penta L-Zero. L-Zero. Yeah, because he can't use Pentagon Jr. in, in promotions. So he had to change his name. Because everybody's yeah. looking at the screen like, why they change his name? Yeah, it's yeah. Pentagon Jr. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Triple H owns the name. They can't put it on TV. Got yeah. it. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. But that was definitely an awesome match between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was with Gigi, he was kind of confused, like, Worried about their two different styles, mm-hmm. but you couldn't tell like the difference in their styles, and they really meshed together. They meshed together, and I mean, like when you're Kenny Omega is like the best, right? <laughs> one of the best, or at least what? Well, isn't he always like? Isn't he rated like? He's rated number one right now with PWI. So I mean, he technically he is the best, right? So he's just always gonna put on dope matches. My thing with Kenny is I notice too. I feel like his matches start off slow. Is it? Is it just me? No. Okay, so it's by, it's by design. It's by design. Okay, because I, remember I told you I, it took me a while to get into Kenny. Like it's right. something about him I I couldn't connect with. But the more that I start watching a lot of indie um, shows, I you know that that it starts off slow and the way it picks up and it's just really intense and there's like that yeah. storyline, um, not storyline that storytelling in his matches. You know, it was Played again his injured arm and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So had to switch for the one wing angel. Yeah, so it it was it was another dope match. Another like I was thoroughly enjoyed. But the crazy part, it. the crazy part is at the end 
when the lights went out. Yeah. Did you think something actually happened or you knew it was probably something? No, no. So what happened was we was in the arena and yeah. the lights goes out. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, snap, what's happening? So everybody's looking in the crowd, wherever have you. And so, then, but did you, what I'm saying, did you feel like you knew it was going to be like something part yeah, of the show? Okay. Yeah. Because then everybody's looking around and you could tell Kenny's in the middle of the ring confused. Mm-hmm. They made the referee for the next match come out mm-hmm. in the darkness. Mm-hmm. So everybody's focusing on the ring, mm-hmm. and on the stage, mm-hmm. not focusing on the ring anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's when they made the switch with the pentagons. Because ah. everybody's so busy looking at the, because it's dark, so you just see somebody walking down. Yeah. So you automatically think somebody's coming out. Yeah. And then when the lights come on, there's the referee, everybody like, um, yeah. and then the person gets up and attacks Kenny. And it is Y2J, Chris Jericho. And yeah, it was Chris Jericho. So yeah, so obviously he is hyping up his, his crews. <laughs> yeah. so, so that should be pretty exciting. So I don't want to say there's controversy with this match, but there's, I mean, I guess we'll talk about it in Hot Topics, right? Right. Marty Scurll versus Okada. Which was a great match. It was a good match. It's a great storytelling. I actually, you know, when I think about, like, in regards to current Bullet Club members, my favorite right now would be Young Bucks, obviously, and Cody and Marty kind of alternate for really? me. I, I I thoroughly enjoy Marty. I yeah, just love, I love his character. He's hilarious, and he puts on really, really good matches, right? So, um, yeah, this was this was just another one, right? Yeah, when he hit the and the crowd was always behind Marty, which is funny because he's like he's not you know underweight. So everybody's yelling two oh five and all that stuff, trying to get under his skin. When yeah. he hits the power bomb, everybody just explodes like he hit a heavyweight move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just him and Okada having that great match. Yeah, it was. Did you see when he like like spat in yeah. Okada's face? Yeah, so disrespectful, yeah. very villain like. Yeah, he's the reason why I want to buy a Bullet Club um, umbrella. I got one during this weekend. Did you get me one? No. So. Well, I actually, I mean, you could have gotten me something since you failed at getting me my jacket. I mean, I called you. I called you. You didn't answer. Okay, but why didn't you just text me? If you, if I'm calling. Wow. If I'm calling you and you're not answering, why would I text you? I'm trying to I FaceTime you. I was sleeping. What, what, so what's the difference of me FaceTiming you and texting you? Like, so, but what, I, I'm confused. What, what did you What did you call me about? To show you the jacket to see which one was you looking for. I didn't okay. know which one you was looking for. Was it the Young Bucks or the Bullet Club? You saw I had Young Bucks. And we talked about this last week. And I wanted to confirm with you on you, FaceTime. You didn't have so to. to see what sizes they have for you. Did they have any of my sizes? No. So it didn't even matter. So you made it seem like, oh, well, I FaceTime you. I made my attempt. You can't say I didn't make an attempt. So you always fail me. I just don't understand. Oh, I always fail you. So right. the main event, yeah, which was okay. a little confusing, was the six-man tag team match between Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, Bandido, and the Golden Elite. You said Phoenix, Bandido? I said end. Oh. I didn't say it was one person. I'm sorry. Don't yeah, play me. Just, I'm just making sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, even when their entrance, it was kind of confusing. So people kind of knew something was up. And mm-hmm. looking at our watches, like, mm-hmm. they ain't got that much time. Like, yeah. what are they going to give us? And yeah. we just seen them. They blew through it so fast. Yeah, they sure did. And um, I guess we'll talk a little bit more into hot topics or what have you. But, wait, what was According to PW Insider, all in was was going to so it was going to go. They wouldn't go close out the show regardless if right. like if they didn't finish the match, we weren't going to see like right. at least people watching it on TV or pay per view. You weren't going to get right. the ending of the match. So like you said, they finished 
Like I think with spec three spec- seconds, seconds to spare. Yeah, three seconds left. Because as soon as they finish, you mm-hmm. look up and it just did the. Everyone's like just in time. That's crazy. <laughs> so, ovation. I, so I'm thinking the reason why they probably made that the main event was because like the Bucks are good at that, like kind of just being on um, point. They talked about it on Chris Jericho's podcast, and they said that the axe people didn't want to close, and people was like, "Nah, this is nah. There's too much pressure." I'm thoroughly surprised that Cody, his own show. I feel like, like I said, I think Cody just wanted to go on early so he could produce the rest of the show and not to have to worry about his match. Makes sense. So that's why his was came up like third, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "All right, I can just pre- produce the rest of the show." Mm-hmm. He saw pictures of him backstage with the headset on and calling, oh. him like, like you know, what I'm saying, like his father would do. So yeah, so that was. I mean, the match it was all right. It was it was just like a fun it's spot, match. It's a spot fest. Yeah. It's so a spot fest. and then obviously. The Golden Elite won. So yeah. I just want to see them again. Just that moment when Rey Mysterio and Ibushi, Ibushi stepped into the ring together, and mm-hmm. it was just like thunderous. Like, all right, this is what we came to see. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. So how would you rate all in? A plus. Okay. A plus. So it looks like the people. I would say A, and it looks like the people said A as well. Uh, I don't. I'm, like I said, the only reason why I said A plus because again the main event. Yeah, I would have liked it somewhere else. One, two, and like you said, it was a spot fest. And then the match with there was a couple of matches that were just like, all right, it was kind of just like placed in there. They were still good matches, but I just felt like they were better matches. Um, and again with the the women's match and that that, that finished, yeah, kind of threw me off. But other than that, it was a phenomenal show. It was a, hist- a historical event. It went on well, and just to show, look, in a non WWE show. Killed it. Sold out and killed it. 11,163, I believe. Yes, I think Nick tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it it was a a great, like, again, a non-WWE show did did their thing, and they have the right to be proud. Like I said, that's probably the best show I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. Um, Not probably. It is the best show I've ever been to. We got there a little before the show started, and the place was already packed out. Yeah. Um, Not a seat open in the entire arena. Like, everything to the Raptors. Right. Sold out. I mean, shout out to them. That's that's an amazing feat. And even after the match was over and then they did the dinner on the screen and everything, nobody moved. Yeah. And they just waited yeah. to the end and let them have the current call and everything. It was just it felt like a it felt like a party. Well <laughs> that's like what's up, and it's great that you get to you got to experience that. So I'm ready for double or nothing. Are you really? Yeah, I'm ready for double or nothing. I'm I'll I'll go to that. Okay. So I guess we're gonna get into WWE stuff now. Yeah, sure. If if we must, go ahead. You can start off. With your no, show. you start off with Raw. No, this is your show. Go ahead. It's not my show. Doesn't no. matter. Raw is your, Raw you can is start your off show. Raw and SmackDown. I don't want to start off Raw. Just Raw is your show. Go ahead. Sorry. Why do I have to start off Raw? Because you you have you you any chance you get you want to you know take a dump on Raw. So go ahead. Okay, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre. All right, I'll start off raw because clearly we're gonna we're gonna be a a, a sour puss about it. <laughs> this is your show. Talk about your show. Raw, they, raw did better than SmackDown this week. So did it really? By did it really? I think so. A okay, bit. not that much. A little bit. So raw starts off with the Shield. Well, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler, and the Shield. Mm-hmm. I like I like this is was a better opening than last week because like I mentioned last week, what was the whole point of having Roman come out in a shield shirt and you're not It's not the shield out. It's not the shield, right? They came out like old school, came through the crowd, 
And um, there was no talking, no promo. It was just straight fighting, right? Yeah. And then obviously the back, um, the locker room got cleared out. And um, yeah, and they got arrested, you know. I would have loved how I would change that segment, though, because I'm talking about throughout the whole show. I would have liked to seen updates at the precinct. But it was... You didn't like it? You didn't like this? The no, the storyline was flawed. It's Labor Day. Who's going to tell Correct. on Labor Day? All right, but in obviously we know, on that note, we obviously know that this is uh, not reality, right? But, so I would, but it because what do you again? You're making updates via Twitter. Like I think that's stupid. Back, remember when Vince got um, arrested? We got pictures and everything. Like yeah, that. we got pictures. I didn't even think we got Mug updates shots. out. Yeah, <laughs> paint me a picture. Let me see what's going on. You know. But, the shield's supposed to be a big thing. Let's have like fake reporters out there trying to see what's going on. Let's make make it as authentic as we can, since we obviously on Labor Day we know that the precincts, I mean the courts are closed and what have you. I mean, yeah, I mean make it a little bit more believable, but just the whole tired that whole storyline is just weird to me in general. Why right is now. it weird? Because like last week when I said AOP should have backed Braun, and it's further proved it because now you have Drew McIntyre. And Ziggler win the tag team titles from B team randomly by taking out the revival who deserved the shot in the first place. I feel bad for them. Exactly. And then now you put another two individuals with the tag team titles. Well, then- to their credit though, Drew and Dolph have since the shakeup occurred, they've been on fire. They have, but And it was bound to happen, honestly. I'm I'm actually surprised that they didn't win the tag team title. Sooner, yeah, and they didn't, and that's the thing. So you had Ziggler win the IC title, and then now you had him and Seth have his program. Seth is the IC champion right now. You know they're gonna make Ambrose and Seth go against them for the tag team titles. So now you tied up three different titles in one storyline. I don't. So, they could have just left. But Ziggler. my thing, but when you have dominant factions and stables, right? Some that's how you show that you're the most. Dominant, right? Actually, when before Roman had got sick and and then Dean went down, it looked like that. That's where they were going with just having all three of them have some type of title, whether it was tag team titles. And I think if I don't know, did Roman have? He had yeah, the IC. No, he had the WWE title, right? No, this I mean last year. I I might be getting to. I know what you mean. I know. What you, I think it was because I know. Title. Yeah, because you remember when he had it for a split second and beat the Miz, and and then the Miz eventually won it back. Right. And I'm trying to figure out if that's when Dean and um Seth still had the tag team titles. But again, if you're a dominant faction, you're gonna have all the titles. Right. But my thing is, why? My thing is that there's a difference between having like two titles because you know it's a faction. They win a singles and a tag, whatever have you. If that was the case. Let the IC title go elsewhere. Now you hold all the major titles on the program. And well, we don't on. we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. But this is why I said AOP should have won it because Ziggler could have took his IC title and went on to another. Yeah, but AOP. Yeah, and, and I get what, I get what you're saying, but Dolph again, Dolph and Drew are hot right now, so it only makes sense that they want their their shine as well. So what do you do? You align yourself with quote unquote the next top top guy, which is. Braun Strowman. I didn't have an issue with this segment. I liked everything from when the Shield just came out and said nothing and started kicking ass to the locker room spilling out. The only thing that I would change, I would like some real life footage and see what's going on. Yeah, I didn't. Know. For me, because all you can see on the time I was like, 
how to get a bell <laughs> and it's Labor Day. What judge did you find on Labor Day? And then so for the main event, what I found weird was KO led the pack and attacked the shield. My thing is, wasn't you just beefing with Braun? Ew. Bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, I didn't realize it was KO that led the pack. Yeah, when they came when the heels came out for the main event. KO came running out. That's another thing that I would change. That's stupid. You would Braun just made you look like a fool, and then you left and whatever, and now you're helping them out. So what's the storyline of him quitting then? Yeah, that I wouldn't change, but I would change. But other than that, I I actually enjoyed that. Your girls are back. You can look, but you can't touch. You didn't get the the music for the soundboard. I was supposed to get their music for the soundboard. That's it. You should get that in breed mode. I know I was supposed to get breed mode. I didn't know I was supposed to get their music. So, um, what you thought? What did you think of the match? Very sloppy. <laughs> I wouldn't say. Well, the only thing that was sloppy was those two attempts for uh, the suicide dive. But it was a fun match. It was. I don't think it was really meant to be like a. I wouldn't have let Bree and Bree and Nikki won either. Why? It made the right squad look weak. They've been wrestling for week, every week, every week yeah. for the past like how many months, and then the Bella Twins just pop up out of nowhere, and then they defeat them. I hear you. <laughs> like they could, uh, they could have helped. You have a three on two. It made perfect sense for them to lose because they have an extra person advantage. Yeah, but you're, whatever they're trying to build up, you're gonna keep coughing and sneezing. Yes, I'm the sick. Okay, <laughs> I think that it made sense that Ruby wasn't in the match. Because I feel like, especially if they're first match back, you don't want to go against Ruby Riot. That's not someone, you know what I mean? Right. They should be facing. I thought it was a fun match. I didn't really think anything of it. Like, ah, oh, this whole match is bad. Just those two suicide dives that Brie attempted were really bad. And a lot of people were getting our Sarah for the first one because she was late on it. And she was. But I know I feel like Brie's dive was short, too. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, other than, other than that, though, it was it was a fun match, you I know. Yes, it just goes back to what we were talking about. It's like going backwards. Yeah, in instead of forwards, I agree. Like, what about that segment with Ronda? Was what did you think of that? What did Ronda? Oh yeah, that whole awkwardness between Natalia and the Bellas. Well, not Natalia, because Natty just left. It was more so the Bellas and Ronda. Trying to, you know, they trying to like trying to. So I mean, but Natalia, because they try to make it seem like Natalia's not good enough for her. They could teach her, teach her better, kind of situation. I don't. I didn't get that impression. Because they was like, yeah, Natty's cool and everything, but we could teach you this side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I felt like they're trying to bury Natty, Natty a bit, a little bit. I didn't get. I didn't um, necessarily get that impression. I just felt like. What they're trying to do is trying to get on the good graces of Ronda Rousey because I feel like this is set up. Yeah, obviously, I don't know. It may be for Nikki or or just both or just Nikki. I don't know, but um, yeah, that's what it's it's looking like. It was it was awkward though. Yeah, that's not the best people to put in that position. Yeah. So, but um, Ko returns. I know you said what was the whole point of him quitting. What did you think of this? It was random. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ko, mm-hmm. but it was just like yeah. Bobby Lashley. Why? You think they're gonna get into a a feud? Yeah. Okay. Because Bobby already spotted. I'm gonna get him <laughs> on Twitter. So it's like, yeah, he should attack both of them if anything. But how do you? What do you do? So Ko quits. 
how do you like what do you how do you say what's the reason you came back or how did you even come back exactly well i'm asking you again as creative yes i would have had him attack both gender and bobby but why and just disappear don't even say why yet but why but i'm asking you why just him frustrated with the company like this is i'm a hijack every night okay until somebody listens to me so randomly every monday i'm gonna pop up attack your people Mm. and walk back out through the crowd (laughs) <laughs> like okay. and then to finally Stephanie Triple H whoever comes up like all right what do you want yeah and he goes I want the universal title I deserve it I'm tired of being put in these awkward positions mm-hmm. these non-winnable positions I deserve better see I like that idea I was thinking more so if the re- the explanation of his return was that Baron and him spoke and um, he realizes that Kevin is an asset to the show so. I'll have like not, not I don't want to use the word understudy but kind of like you know you work close with me type thing and then they can go on this just on a rampage of kind of like bullying people in general so I feel like it's kind of similar in the sense but you just have him by himself and attacking people and then just leave I feel like you know he just has someone to add someone to his posse Baron Corbin and they just bully people I'm just tired of seeing him with people let him do his own thing because he's had Chris Jericho, then he had Sami Zayn. Like, just let him work by himself for a bit, and let him be that monster that he needs to be. What did Plus, you think? Baron Corbin is losing track of the Raw right now. He has no control of what's going on. Yeah. So he's on his own spiral. So what did you think of Raw? Like, if you rate, how would you rate it? Like a C. Um, I give it a B minus. That's what the people gave it. The people gave it the There you go. Me and, me and the people are on point. Yeah, okay. We didn't talk about HBK or Undertaker, but we'll get into that in a bit, right? Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit later. All right, so let's get my into Smack, SmackDown Live. I'll start off the show. Nope, this is my show. All right. Does it does it say blue on the show? It is color blue. Because it's the blue brand. Everybody know I am SmackDown Live in this show. You're raw. Just keep it that way. Okay. All right? Okay. So for op- the opposite day episode, how come you didn't do Raw? Because I don't like Raw. So, so I'm so confused I, if someone wants if someone wants to work for a company, you can't like or dislike something. You so just got to do something. Almost and, and Daniel Bryan had their rematch. He tried to play me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and of course, Maurice and uh, Mr. Miz interrupts the whole thing. <laughs> Mr. Mizanin? Yeah. Okay. Daniel Bryan picks up the win. And then as Zelina's trying to help, so almost, what did you? What did you? The recap. Sh- yes. The recap thing. See, I, I got you. Okay. You did a recap earlier. I let you rock. I didn't recap anything. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. We'll re- re- rewind the what team. did I recap? I didn't. Re- I didn't. Re- all I said for the shield. All I said was you recapped. All I said who all started. Off, I said. Well, I said who started off the show. But then I said asked you, what did you think of the segment? I didn't recap it. Okay, we'll rewind the tape anyway. Um, Every time people watch the show, you say things that just like, what is he talking about? You. No, no yeah. one's ever said that. I've seen it. No, you, anyway, no, you don't. Yes, I have. No, you don't. I'll show it to you. When we wa- we'll watch the episode tomorrow no, no, no. and see. Okay. So, what did you think of the segment? What do you think of the segment? I asked you. This is my show. So... I thought I thought it was what it was. Uh, I think the main event was a little bit better. Um, I'm just confused on now what's Zelina and Andrade's role in this. Obviously, because there's 
the match in Hell in a Cell. Not in actually Hell in a Cell, but at the pay-per-view. Right. With Daniel, Bree, and Miz and Maurice. So I'm just trying to figure out what role does Andrade and Zelina play. But I love that they're getting more and more, you know, attention. Especially, again, Selena, Zelina, especially from when in NXT she was just the mouthpiece. And right. now she's actually getting involved more and more. Um, I don't know if this is leading to a match or or mm. what. I know maybe next week, right? Because might be the warm up for them. What do you mean? Like it's a warm up for Brie and Daniel Bryan to face against Almas and Zelina. Because I'm thinking maybe next week we might see like a whole what is it a six? Not a six man. Maybe a what is it? Like because I'm thinking now you kind of have Carmella and r Truth lingering in this storyline too. Obviously with this main event and Carmella right. backing him. So I just feel like maybe next week they'll have. A six mixed tag match. Yeah. Well, it's already, there's already six people there. So like an eight mix. Mm, yeah. But that's too much. That's a little, that's a little chaotic. They probably have like, they probably have R-Truth and Dan Bryan tag team against. Where does R-Truth go from here? Do you think R-Truth and Ty Dillinger might um, have a feud or tag team? Like what, what's, what's going on with them? I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. Well, with what you. would you do? Uh, Ty, I would make Ty go heel eventually. Ty needs something refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, R truth, let him do R truth. What he's been doing. He's actually been he's been pretty funny with this whole Carmella thing. So yeah. I I like it. And now the mixed tag um, mixed tag partners is going to be hilarious. Yeah, in the mix max challenge. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Ty should go heel. I don't really understand why he's kind of like just following uh truth around i think that's a little that's his mentor is that what it is yeah it's like his, his mentor uh ty is trying to keep him uh sane and okay. trying to see like you know but you know our truth is our truth yeah i mean well aren't you there's a method to his madness right because that's how he got into the main event on uh, this past <laughs> week's show so i guess he knows what he's doing by facing um the other carmela's husband yes exactly <laughs> so finally naomi has a partner Aha. Aha. So they bring back the Empress of Tomorrow because, you know, she's been in dark matches for the past few weeks. We just don't know what happened to to Asuka. Well, she came out and helped the um Naomi against the iconics. What do you think about that? Are they use are they gonna use them as a tag team, like another tag team? So since uh, I don't see it. You don't see it? No. Okay. I don't see why they would put these two together against the iconics. Yeah. I don't get it. Like that's not, I'm so disappointed in SmackDown this week. Oh, this is my show. Oh, it is oh. my show. I'm going to ride to my show. I'm going to ride with my show. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't get the whole pairing of... I don't get the pairing either. Um, Naomi and Asuka. I'm glad that off. we get to see Asuka on the show just because we haven't seen her. And then Naomi, um, we didn't see her for quite a few weeks, so now she has something go- going well, on. She has a losing streak going on until she won that night. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but we didn't, we hadn't seen her for a while, also. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see where this is going. I'm thinking this is probably going to be part of the tag team, perhaps, title picture. No? Is this even happening? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, we'll get into that. I think it's in a hot topics kind of situation. You know what we should get into? I completely forgot. What? Another giveaway. Ah. ah, do you have a noise for that? Aha, uh-huh. no, I have. There was something like a loud. I like that. Boom! We're giving. If pay attention to the show, you watch or listen. 
We're giving away another shirt, right? Right now. Right now. So, obviously, All In was a very big event, right? Yep. So, we want to give away one of these pro wrestling t-shirts, whether it's All In or Bullet Club. Everybody's part of Bullet Club, right? So, we want to give away another shirt. So, what are the rules? All you have to do is remember this time right now. Comment. Right when they said. When I said now. Now. That, that time okay. right there. Okay. Comment and like this video. If you're listening to us, head over to our YouTube and there's your chance to win a free pro wrestling So where are they commenting us. at? The comment section in the YouTube. What if they comment on Instagram? Can they do that? No, just keep it YouTube. Just keep it YouTube? Yep, everything YouTube. Okay. And okay. just DM us the time. That's when they go to Instagram. Okay. DM us the time. You're making them do some work. Uh, it takes like 30 seconds. Okay. So yeah, if you're if you're a Bullet Club fan or a big fan of this past weekend of all, with All In, this is your chance to win a shirt from us. Like it, comment, take the time, DM it. Boom. What? So there you go. So let's get back in. <laughs> let's get back into kind of the main event, but not so much about the main event, but uh, going back to our truth and that yeah, whole thing. Miz. Yeah. Not Miz, but Ty Dillinger. Um, what do you think, Carmella? That's what I wanted to talk about. Do you, is she a face now? She's a tweener. You think she's a tweener? She's going to be a tweener. Okay. Because she has, she's tagging with, with R-Truth, so now she has to be, like, in between. Well, I mean, she tagged when she did the mix match with Big E. It was a face, so it was, like, yeah. a tweener thing, right? Yeah. What do you rate this SmackDown? I give it, like, a C. C? What do you give it? <laughs> I give it a C plus, kind of like what the people every, said. Yeah. C, C plus, B minus. Mm. Maybe more so C plus. You know, I'm harsh on my own. I'm harsh on them. Yeah, whatever, I guess. Um, tough love. Tough love. So, throwback Thursday, question debate. Undertake, we saw actually Shawn Michaels come out and hype up this match between Undertaker and Triple H, right, at right. the Super Shakedown, that's what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Undertaker came out, obviously, and they had a little moment, moment back-to-back, so going back promo. and forth. Such a great promo. It was cool for what it's worth. A lot of people were said they were shook. They were excited for me. I was just like, eh. Nah, that promo was fire. I was like, eh. That promo was fire. I was like, eh. That's because you don't like Shawn Michaels. I didn't tell you I didn't like Shawn Michaels. I said I'm not the biggest Shawn Michaels fan, but I'm a huge Undertaker fan. I just, my whole thing is why do we always bring back Shawn Michaels to hype up a Triple H match? I just feel like they always do that. I I don't see the point. This has nothing to do with Shawn Michaels. The same way they do the same thing with Shawn Michaels with Triple H. They, Correct. They, Why though? Because they're best friends. And so everybody you don't knows need that. Okay. Yeah, that would never be forgotten. Like no one's saying that though. That's always hand in hand. So no, like, it, Triple H has his own battles. Shawn Michaels have had his own battles. Undertaker has his own battles. Besides that, who's more to, to defend you and talk about you than your best friend? So if you had a match. I'd be out there supporting you. I don't think you would be, but okay. I'll have your back. We tag team so partners, tag team champions. That left that. So the question <laughs> at hand is: Should Shawn Michaels and Undertaker have one more match? Yes. T, you're the problem. The reason why oh the the God. product is not that great. Oh but go ahead. Why God. do you Why do you think that they should have another match? It's a It's an awesome swan song to me to have. Shawn Michaels to come out of retirement for his one night only, one match only, to retire The Undertaker. Who retired him? I don't okay. see the big deal about so that. So Shawn Michaels has, hasn't had 
hasn't had a match in since actually since the last time they faced each other at WrestleMania. Right. Right. We we saw the story at the past two WrestleManias, right? It was they were classic matches and that's how I want to remember as classic matches. Undertaker hasn't really put on great matches in years and so, I feel like this would be a mess to be honest with you. I don't think so. Shawn Michaels always learn, know how to bring out the best out of Undertaker. Shawn Michaels is quite a few years older. Doesn't I'm telling you he doesn't miss a step. Just like how the first time he left for like what 4 years and he came back he better. He was much younger. He came back better than when he left. I feel like he could do the same thing again. He like, was much younger, though. I think I feel like he could do the same thing over and over again. I know. I, this is the reason why we again it goes back to what we con- the constant conversation. WWE doesn't know how to create new superstars or or keep them at the main event level. This is just another roadblock for take. This is just part timers or, or someone who's retired Hall of Famers just taking a spot that could go to someone else. But Tick is gonna have a match regardless, and if he wants Shawn Michaels to retire, but him, I'm but what's the, the issue? Regardless of Undertaker having a match again, I personally I've seen enough of Undertaker. I really have. I, yes, I get excited when you hear the gong, you know. But but, but that's my point. This is this correct. Is his final but after match. that, after that, I'm like, okay. But this is his final match. If he wants this final, is match, it this his final this match? Would, this would be his final match. This is I've been saying this. This is his farewell tour. This is why he's been doing random matches Dude. in between. This is his farewell tour, and I feel like next WrestleMania is it. That's it. And if he wants Shawn Michaels to retire him, who are we to say no? Then what was the whole point of Roman Reigns and Undertaker facing each other? Just put Roman over, which he did. He did his job. But, he, but that left, is then but stupid. He, but he because the whole wrestled. point was the whole point was it wasn't for a retired him retired. match. But that, we that's thought what it was. was. We thought it was okay. But that was what the storyline essentially was. So now it just it just comes it comes off as we're well, making faces. Like that's the whole he put like he put yeah, his hat was, and his jacket in the middle of the ring. So you're saying that the storyline was surrounded by him retiring by Roman? That's what we thought it was. No, it was passing of the torch. There's a difference. If he passes the torch, why would Taker? Why would Taker pass him the torch? The person that would pass him the torch would be John Cena, which was essentially that's what we got. Because if that was the case, then why he's using it's my yard now? That's him patching the torch. Before, why would Taker be passing the torch to Roman? Because before Taker was saying it's my yard, and then he but, passed Rome, the torch but to Taker Roman. wasn't the face of the company. When you the passing of the tor- torch is the face of the company, not only the face of the company. It's not only the face bro. of the company, bro. It, that it's was a legend. A- it's a legend. This is he, he always said. This is my yard. Whether it's John Cena was the face of the company, whatever it may be. Backstage, it's Taker just another. This is just another. Taker was the leader. This is just and now. A, Taker's like he gave it to him. That's why he says my yard now. This is That's just the passing of the torch. No, th- no. This is just another scenario of WWE not getting their storylines in order and just okay. Let's see if we can push Undertaker more and get some more you know hype and money ab- around this. That's all. That's what it is. These part timers, I mean these Hall of Famers, I don't want to see it. We've said we saw already. We saw two classic battles at WrestleMania. Those were one of the greatest, two of the greatest matches I've ever seen in regards to WrestleMania. Put it to bed. That's it. It was a cute standoff between them. Put it to bed. Triple H and him. This is the final one. That's it. And and again, I feel like this is a good way. This is the only way that Shawn Michaels could come back and have one more match, which everybody's been asking for. Is against Taker and retire him. I don't. I'm not mad about that. If anything, I would. It, it, for that matter, it should be Triple H versus Shawn Michaels then. Why wow, Triple H is not the one that's retiring? That Taker is. Yeah, but wouldn't your last final match be against your best friend? Well, he's not getting that option. It was given to Taker. 
Triple H is fine with it. Again. But that's what I'm saying. That doesn't this doesn't make sense to do Undertaker and Shawn Michaels when we already had that match. To me, that was always the best rivalry. Not the best rivalry. That was their own. Rivalry. Oh, I was about to say you're now you're bugging now. Their own rivalry. Okay, so hot topics. Sure, we'll agree to disagree as always. Let's talk about Big, big Cass. I heard he was talking with Booker T this past week, no? Yeah, apparently he he asked why he got fired from the WWE, and he basically said he was just doing a lot of, making a lot of mistakes, yep. and that, you know, and it was, not only that but he, was he making a lot of mistakes, but it was in a very short period of time. Yep. Booker T said, basically asked him, were they right for firing him? And he agreed and said, yeah, I would have fired me if if that was the case. And obviously his goal is to get back into the WWE. Do you know his name actually is now, he goes by BC, Big C? Oh, he didn't like Big Kaz? Z, no, not Big Kaz. So, so he could t- tag team with Taz? Z, really? No. <laughs> yeah, so his name is Big C now. So Yeah, yeah. like I said, I already, I already knew the right was on the wall with him when I heard the stuff that was, he was doing backstage. and yeah. yeah, it wasn't good for him. But... You know what else what happens backstage? Doesn't always stay the same. Becky Lynch is supposed to be a heel, but the crowd is not taking into it. Wow. So now the people are now they're saying, "All right, we're just gonna let her be, and just let it be best friend versus best friend, and let the crowd choose who they want to cheer for." Exactly, which I agree with. Um, again, you know, Becky's always been popular, right? Right, and it, we were all wanting Becky to just kind of just stand up for herself, or like, when is Becky's turn? And you know, again, it goes back to the conversation we had. Last week and just a couple of weeks in general, yes, Charlotte's popular, but how? Like, I think the WWE say it again. I think it's starting to turn. Not even so much that it's trying to it's turning, but for the simple fact that we they think someone is so popular, and you push that that person down our throats, and that's not the case, right? right? Because again, it goes back to what I said last week. If you look at her merchandise, right, she doesn't get that many. Like shirts and what have you, and, and stuff to obviously sell in the shop, right? Right, because you would give you give that to people who actually sell. People and you're confident. Yeah, you're confident in regards to selling. You know, we see that you never really see that many Charlotte shirts or what have you in the crowd. So, um, yeah. So, like I said the crowd's going to cheer for Becky in this situation because she's the underdog. She's the one that's she's the getting, underdog, and she's she, always yeah. getting undercut. She's always yep. like even the four horsewomen. She's always named last. Mm-hmm. Like it's just one of those things. Like, all right, I'm she tired. never. She was the only one that didn't win an NXT Women's Champion. Exactly. Like uh, it's just one of those things. Like, all right, I'm tired of playing second fiddle to everybody. Yeah. What did you think of the promo though? I felt like I felt like Charlotte struggled a little bit. Um. Yeah. I think. I think the. They, I don't want them to overdo it every week. You know what I mean? Like, let it be some kind of interaction. It doesn't always have to be like somebody cutting a promo on the other person about how mad they are. Mm-hmm. Let it happen naturally. Like, say Becky Lynch is having a match, all of a sudden Charlotte comes out and attack her, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be centered around them talking back and forth to each other. Yeah, well, I mean, I, that was this was the first segment that it happened, so I don't think it'll happen again. But um, yeah, no, I just felt like Charlotte kind of struggled in the sense. I it, it reminded me of Charlotte when they first came up to the main roster and Charlotte right. was a face, that's what it reminded me of. Because as a heel, she was just very dominant, yeah. right? She was very good. But this was just that kind of, like, awkwardness for me. Um, but Becky, just the facial expressions, and I was just I was just super for, for it's it. There's truth behind Becky. That's it is. Anytime there's truth behind something, it always makes... Yeah, it always makes the storyline just a little bit better. So, yeah, so we'll. See. I'm glad that there's not actually a heel face dynamic. Just let them rock. Just let them rock and see what 
what results you get out of Let's that. Let's go back in. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> okay. So with that said, we're keeping it with the women. Right. According to Dave Mesler. Uncle Dave. The truth um, behind Vince McMahon reaching out to AJ Lee for evolution. There is no truth behind it. So, and obviously we mentioned this last week. Yeah. Uh, it'd be kind of hard, obviously, with her husband being CM Punk and who has a current lawsuit going on. Right. Well, with the WWE over. doctor. The lawsuit is over. Well, now. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, but there was a history of it. Yeah, that, you know, with the lawsuit and then the fact that there's just tension between yeah. her husband and the company. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Because she's really the, to be honest with you, I feel like she's the front runner when it comes to this whole evolution thing happening. Um, Paige came up and, and, you know, assisted with it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, AJ exited out earlier than mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah. But I would love to see AJ in this current climate without yeah. this whole step back they're taking right now towards evolution. Yeah, but, yeah, I would love to see him. I mean, I know it's wishful thinking, but who knows? Maybe we never get a surprise. Never. Right? Right? We always say that with a lot of superstars. Never say never. Right? With you the Punk, you'd be like, never say never. That's very true. It's very true, especially with the whole UFC being kind of... Yeah. So you know who else never say never with Melina. How do you think about Naomi versus Melina as WWE's teasing it? So I'm getting I I keep mentioning this a lot. I'm not liking how Evolution is turning out, and we mentioned this, or I mentioned this when we they first announced Evolution, and we were discussing it. Yeah. This is I I told you I didn't want to see the legends come back and participate. Maybe if you, you want to have them participate in like backstage segments and what have you, but I didn't want to see them have matches. Not because I don't think they'll do well, but it, just because of this. These right. are random pairings. Right. This evolution should be uh, a thing where you're, you know, letting storylines grow and continue. Right. We, there's really not much storylines going into into evolution. You right. know, and I understand that. It's October, and they kind of started building feuds and storylines in September. But, I mean, well, actually, yeah, we're in September. <laughs> so, right. you know what I mean? And just to tie in the next two topics, because this is all evolution talk. Uh, like you said, there's probably some building between Maurice and Bella, Brie Bella. There's a storyline There's there. a storyline behind that. Right. But then when you go to the next one, it's like Lita versus Mickey James. It's like, why? Why? There's no <laughs> literally no storyline between the two. If you didn't want to pair up. Uh, Trish Stratus with anybody new, and you wanted to, you know, you wanted to do some. Mickey James made the most sense in my it would opinion. Have been, exactly, like, or even Lita, right? right? Because Lita, like the, bring that back for one night, like, like the two quote unquote popular women superstars facing off one more time, and then again, Mickey James and Trish, Trish, that, that, that history. history, you know. So I just, I'm, I'm not liking how evolution is the card is is, is turning out. Right yeah, now. it's not, it's not very appeasing. Yeah, I mean, it'll be surreal once the event is actually happening. When right. You see all the legends and the music. Right. And what have you, but. It, then I'll just last for that music, and then when the match starts, it's like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah, exactly. And if, especially if they're trying to plan to do, like, women titles and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're keeping it to evolution. Apparently, with this pay-per-view, it's not, it hasn't sold out yet. And they're actually surprised that since it's in the New York market, it hasn't sold out. It's on pace, but it's not there yet. Do you think it has a lot to do with the card, or is it that women's wrestling hasn't really taken off like we we really think it has? Or like what? What do you think? It's the card. To you be think honest, it's the card. It's the card. Because to be honest with you, there's a lot of divas, quote unquote, that are being added to this 
evolution. Mm-hmm. And it's not very appeasing to the audience, in my opinion. Because it's like, who wants to see Alexa Bliss versus Trish Status? Yeah. Who wants to see Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey? Who wants to see Maurice versus Brie Bella? Know. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, it's some, but it's not enough. Like, yeah. if this was supposed to be the evolution yeah. of women wrestling, yeah. you would put the matches that people want to see happen. Exactly. I agree. I think it's a combination of both, though. Just because, like, yeah, I see on my Twitter and just a lot of my friends, we're all for, you're for women's wrestling, I'm for women's wrestling. But I think, but you still see a lot of sexist comments when you, like, obviously you go yeah. on groups or even just if you just browse through Twitter, um, through tweets and what have you and comments on Instagram, there's people still that still refer like guys that still refer to the women as divas. Right. You know what I mean? Or who wants to see this and blah blah blah. You know, so it's I think it's just a combination of both. One, the card is not looking like exactly. how what we thought it could have potentially right. have been. And the fact that we don't necessarily think we think we women's wrestling is not as big as we think it is. So but Regardless, it's on pace to sell out. So regardless, they're gonna still get a sell out, a sold out show. So I don't. At this point, I guess it doesn't really matter. I just hope that doesn't affect the following the future. Exactly. I hope they learn from their mistakes. Because what I learned, because <laughs> I hope, I really hope. Because what I learned yeah. from All In is that, and people say that All In was successful because it was matches that people wanted to see. It was advanced storylines from being the elite yeah. that was happening. Like it, people bought into it. Yeah, it was a storyline behind it. But when you do stuff like Evolution and you don't have a storyline going into it, yeah, how, you, am I, how am I supposed to get excited? And then going back to the whole All In thing, I thought I felt like after such a historic weekend, this was for the WWE to step up. And they didn't. And they didn't. And, and, I, and I know they was watching it. Because I already told you they tried to sabotage the show yeah. multiple ways. And yeah. Yeah. And this this was a time for, you know what? They did all of this. We got to step up writing and creative and what. And it, it was, you know, yes, yeah, so, some of the segments were good. But a lot of segments were silly. And was just like, okay, what are we still doing with this? And what have you. And they didn't step it up. And, that, and again, the, the gap is getting closer and closer. Yeah. Right? And... I'm I'm here for it just because I hope like when it gets so close that you're forced to do make something. do do something about it, make changes. But um, I don't know. Going back to the women real quick, I think this is the last topic about them. Apparently, that we're gonna get more titles, which we've been calling for, right? Right. I don't know if it's happening at Evolution or sometime this year or next, early next year. But apparently, there's supposed to be a, a couple more titles coming in. Similar to the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship, right? What do you think? Where are you putting all of this? <laughs> I'm here for it just for just for the simple fact that if we're gonna keep giving the titles to Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair and Alexa, Alexa Bliss, you know, great. Then it gives the women for other titles to fight for. But where are we putting this? Like, yeah. Well, I'm here for it as long point- as you can figure it out. I'm here for it. At this point, you might as well just have one set of titles for both brands, in my opinion. You can't have... Oh, absolutely, yeah. You got to well, be one title for both brands. Well, yeah. So, like, it. well, one tit- one brand would have, like, the U.S. title, and then the other brand would have the IC title. And what about the tag? Two tag teams. I don't know if they have enough for that. Barely, well, they do. But they barely even make... I'm not saying they don't have enough, but they don't barely make enough time for it now. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, again, I'm here for more titles, but you have to make time for it. Like That's why it? I was saying last week, maybe if SmackDown went up to a third hour, there's this is different things that you can add. 
Or maybe they should consider having women have their own own show. At first, I was like, eh, I don't think they should have their own show. Don't but do it. You know, it's going to end by 205 Live. I'm sorry. You think so? But we're more interested in women wrestling. Yeah, but... Look more at- so than 205. We've never been... In- like, you can't tell me when the Cruiserweights came back. We were like, oh, I can't wait to see Cruiserweights. But every week we're excited to see women. Yeah, but the way they've been handling outside of things, outside of NXT. Right. But it's, you never, s- it's never reaches the potential that it should have. Well, but 205 Live is, you said Triple H has more of a hand in it, right? I feel like the women, if they had a women's show, he would ha- definitely be more hands-on on that. So you never know. So you on top of that, we're... We're more interested in seeing the women wrestle than to the cruiserweights, and if Triple H is putting his hand in into that, I think that's a. I'm just I'm I have no confidence right now in terms of like the the product. I mean, I agree, but again, we get our hopes up so much. It's just like it's kind of like with my Knicks. Like I get my hopes up so much by the Knicks, and it's just now I even want to talk about exactly. Now I'm just like, whatever happens, man. So I know you won't get your hopes up for this, but WWE plans to give Roman Reigns a lengthy title reign, and his next opponent will looks like it might be just Drew McIntyre, which goes back to them winning the tag team titles. Why? And we mean why? That's what I'm saying. You say go back to them. Well, the I mean team. this. I mean this is why everything is coming together in regards to storylines. Right. There's, there's going to be someone that comes out of it. Out of it, right? So I know you're not happy about Reigns having a long title reign. I'm not. Not I don't care less about that. I'm more so like, again, now you have three titles wrapped up in one storyline. When, when one of those titles or two of those titles could have been elsewhere for a little bit. Um, I already knew Drew McIntyre had been the next contender. Cause you've been saying that for yeah. a while. Like, that's why it made sense for Ziggler to have the IC title. That's why I meant, like, they could have been outside doing whatever they're doing, AOP and Braun, whatever they're doing. After they're finished with that, yeah. circle back around and then create that storyline again. But who am I? Well, we're, <laughs> well, we're not getting uh, Kevin Owens and Paul Heyman storylines. Thank God. So there's Dave Messler also um, mentioned that there's no truth to that. So I know you're very happy about that. I'm happy about that. Kevin Owens doesn't need a mouthpiece. He doesn't. He doesn't. But he do need a direction, and I wish they would find one for him quick. Yeah, he definitely he definitely needs uh, some type of ter- direction. Velveteen Dream is directed somewhere, right? You like how I kind of did that? Did, did, did that work a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Well, he is going to have a couple of matches at Evolve. Against Austin Theory and Darby Allen. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a, uh, upcoming Evolve events in Maryland and New York. So Yeah, he's very known in the Maryland area mm-hmm. to begin with. So it makes sense for that. And in New York, I just think that they just want to bring him out and season him up a little bit. So WWE releases their top 10 greatest factions of all time. And this caused a little, a little uproar, you know, stirring the pot. Yeah, because why do you have the shield as number one? <laughs> well, not even the fact that you have the shield number one. Well, let me go over the list real quick. At ten was Undisputed Era, nine was Freebirds, eight was Nexus, seven was Heart Foundation, six New Day, five Evolution, four NWO, three DX, two Four Horsemen, and number one the Shield. First of all, when we factions, when I think of factions, I think of a large group of people. Right, so I'm kind of confused as to why the Shield would be considered that, and also New Day, right? Because we never really considered New Day as a faction or a stable, just a tag team. Same thing with the Shield. I consider like 
the Heart Foundation, Nexus. Uh, remember even when they had the core? Yeah. <laughs> um, Nation of Domination. That's a crime that they're not on there. Exactly. Um, Undisputed. Mystery. As much as I love Undisputed Era, I too it's too, too exactly they're too early for Mystery, that. Darkness, like yeah. like the corporate ministry, ministry, yeah, like the corporation by the itself. corporation. Like, so many other factions that you could even to the this authority list. at one point. The authority, like. right? So I I I don't know if this is WWE just trying to push the their agenda with the Shield or what, but there is no reason why NWO, which actually changed the face of wrestling, is number four. They should be number one. It should be. You think they should be number, number one? Number one. That's the very main reason why the state of wrestling changed was NWO. I, I, I would say that I, put, I probably put DX as two. Yeah. Because. They followed up. Exactly. You have to have the nation of domination there. You know, this is the reason how The Rock was able to become The Rock. Exactly. And ne- I found it funny, like, with Nexus, they had <laughs> Wade Barrett's picture, you know, right. with that when he was there, I guess, quote-unquote, the leader, leader, not CM Punk, which I thought that was a crime, too. So, but yeah, new season of um, the Mix Max Challenge. Are you excited for that? Not really. I think it's too soon. I don't know. If, yeah, I guess maybe it's, it is too soon. Um, and the teams are weird. Weird. You have the same, the returning teams of Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss, Jimmy Uso and Naomi, Rusev and Lana, The Miz and Asuka. And you have... Finn Balor and Bailey this time, Carmella and R Truth. Uh, who else? Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox, Kevin Owens and Natalia, Team Canada, AJ Styles and Charlotte Fair, and Sasha Banks and Bobby Lashley. Bob, Sasha Banks and Bob. You like calling him Bob, don't you? I lo- I love that Roman called him Bob. It's such a Bob. No, I don't know what. At least it helps our fantasy, our fantasy draft. They get some points, right? I guess. I mean, clearly yeah. you don't care. So, according to Dave Meltzer, mm-hmm. um, there was some confusion about the six-man tag it was supposed to be an event mm-hmm. that they were cut short. It was supposed to be twenty-eight minutes, but they only end up with twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, there was reports that Marty Scroll took you know a longer time than needed to be. It was a time constraint, right? To eleven o'clock, which is basic time. Um, I know Marty's at the bottom, but I'm just gonna tie this in. Mm-hmm. Um, they noted that you know Cody and Omega came out the end, what have you, yeah. and then Marty wasn't there. Marty went out and said, you know, he was in the shower. <laughs> his matches before then, and it was a 12 minute match. Well, that explains his absence. Yeah, like that that explains it to me because even when I was there, they was like, hey, where's Marty? When mm-hmm. he was calling out their families and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think Marty really caught heat for that as mm-hmm. much as people was, was making it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that he said that his match was only over a minute. And that it was just the booking of the show that went over time, which I believe because JM, M, JM, MJF versus Matt Cross was not supposed to be on the card. And they mm-hmm. added it last minute. And that mm-hmm. was like a 12-minute match. Yeah. So yeah, can't really put it on them. Um, but yeah, the six-man tag was supposed to be an event. They were supposed mm-hmm. to have more time than that. But I think they added that first match just kind of threw them off. Mm-hmm. So leave Marty alone, guys. <laughs> it wasn't his fault or Okada. Yeah, so but the show definitely ended at 11 p.m. Eastern. Couldn't go over due to pay per view time constraints. They don't got that WWE nah, they don't got pull that, yet. That WWE Network, nah. They, well, not even that. They just don't got that pull yeah. yet to be going over. But yeah. listen, as successful as it was, you know. They finished with three seconds left. Not only did, but what I was just saying in general, how, how successful it was, you know, now it, it makes you look better for the next pay per view. Right. 
like, hey, well, maybe we can give you a couple more minutes to go, you know, to do what you got to do. Um, Chris Jericho had his wild way in. Yeah. He, he had a show in Kansas that night. And somehow, somehow. No, Little Rock. He had a show. He performed in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was Little Rock, Arkansas? I heard it was Kansas, but. No, he flew to another show in Can- to Kansas. It says it's right here. Yeah, but yeah, so he had to get a private jet to Chicago, mm-hmm. head on in. And it's, it's, little, it's Little Rock, Arkansas, right? I don't want people to think like my geography is off, right? It is in Little Rock, Arkansas. You wouldn't know. I don't know why I would ask you. Oh, my God. I don't know why I would ask you. You wouldn't know. Why wouldn't I know? I'm right. Little Little Rock, Arkansas. Why wouldn't I know that? Anyway. I don't know. You don't know anything about Arkansas. Anyway. So he performed, flew in. I don't either. In between, and then head right back out to Kansas right after his show. Mm -hmm. And it was just, he performed with his makeup on, his Pentagon makeup on. That is so, that is the greatest of all time. And speaking of greatest of all time, this man is going to appear on Impact Wrestling. Will you watch it now? No. Okay. So, <laughs> as you know, since you were at the show, Cody Rose and Kenny Omega addressed the audience and about the future of the Bullet Club. Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club is fine. So that leaves us with our final debate question because I know we probably went a little crazy, right? Which Bullet Club member should make the jump to WWE, and why? None. None? None. Yeah, none. I wouldn't touch I it. wanted you to disagree <laughs> or something. I can't disagree. Like, this is... I feel like anybody that goes to WWE is going to be wasted. Just like a lot of other people. So there's two things that'll happen. Either, like you said, it'll get wasted or it will get too much. For example, Young Buck. Kenny Omega that we're gonna get sick of them and they're gonna put them in stupid storylines and feuds. And it's gonna they're gonna get limited. So like they the way they they their promo skills, especially Kenny's, because I was I at first I thought he had no personality, but like again, the more I watched, I realized he has a whole lot of personality. <laughs> especially when after that um New Day in the Elite battle. Right. The the video game thing. Um they would get limited, right? right? So I just feel like, you know, with WWE writing, it just it they'll turn a really, really good thing and a really into a really, really bad thing. And I exactly. don't want to see that. Yeah, no. I mean there's rumors that Marty Squaw is next to go over to NXT because of his relationship yeah, but, with William Regal and such and so on and so forth. Yeah. But I don't really want to see any of those guys. And then he's just gonna end up on two oh five live. Yeah. Like, and that's not someone a talent that gets wasted. wasted. Yeah, like, at two oh five live. So, so hopefully these reports are not what it really is. Yeah. So but on that note, that's our show. Yep. If you haven't already, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at the Mixtag Show, or you can follow us on our personal at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B E E. Or at Blue Magic Grind, spelled high sound. Make sure you hit up those links for the WE shops in the bio below on the YouTube look. or in our bios on Instagram and Twitter. And look out for our both for our giveaways. We'll be giving out our I guess Little prizes soon, right? Right. Sometime this month. Sometime this month. Okay. And on that note. Boom. Boom.